afraid of my potential. Both the good and bad. I think I'm afraid of failing. It's just sneaks up behind you. You can you can have confidence, you can really be in the flow. And then out of nowhere failure can can strike. And you know a lot of things in life you're not too worried about failing because there's no stakes. It's not something that really means a lot to you, so who cares? But when you go to try things that require the deepest part of yourself to be vulnerable and invest entirely into it, then failure becomes a serious concern. So how do you, how do you get over that? I'm still trying to find that center within myself that can't be moved that failure or success, it stays the same. Still searching. I thought I would have had it by now, that's for sure. But every time I think I do, I find a another layer to peel peel away and as they say the universe is like an onion you can keep peeling it away and you're never going to find a center but I wish that weren't the case there's a, the last two lines in a pretty popular rock and roll song, which will, which will go unnamed, but the last two lines of this song are to be a rock and not to roll. I know exactly what they're talking about. It is to find that part of yourself, that essence, that deep center of yourself. And uh, that's the constant. It never changes. It is a rock. When you find that, then I it's a little easier to throw yourself into new things and 
challenging experiences. It gives you an anchor that I think once you find it truly, it's not going anywhere. But that may not be the case. Perhaps that center is only found and maintained through self-discipline. It's not something that you can just find and once you found it, it's always with you. I think it makes more sense that you might find it initially, but you're not going to stay there without effort, without discipline. In fact, it probably requires absolute discipline. I mean, it feels good when you're when you're on a roll, when you when you got momentum, you've been doing the right things, and you haven't compromised. You know, you've been doing good for couple days or a week I don't think I'm yet to achieve a, a month long of absolute discipline the best I've gotten is this past month and you know we're talking discipline in your diet exercise discipline in well, those, those two are, that's a good start to teach discipline to yourself. As far as disciplining your emotions, such as go ahead and try for a whole month never to get even slightly angry. Like not, you know, oh, somebody cuts you off in traffic. If you even have the feeling that you get all angry for a second, you lost. I, you know, that's, that's next level. And maybe, maybe I'll get there, but that's, that's tough. It's, you can train yourself though. I mean, you can certainly over time learn that feeling when those negative emotions or even on this on the other side of it being too happy or being too giddy joyful you lose your center you lose your focus just as much with that um, they're really one and the same if you're talking about maintaining balance, maintaining your center and your focus. This is, uh, I believe, what people call stoicism. To be stoic is the man that doesn't budge, you know? He doesn't seem to react 
almost in a cold-blooded way. You know, while most people are freaking out in a situation, he's, you know, solid as a rock. And that's just a matter of training your body and your mind not to allow your emotions to rise unless you permit them to. It's all about discipline. It's all it is. Now, that's... I look around and I see so many different kinds of people and, and the lifestyles that they have, particularly the things that they have in their life, family, friends, obligations. And that can be difficult. How are you supposed to live the life of a samurai and be disciplined in all ways when the people around you have a different lifestyle. Now, to each their own, and I, I enjoy thoroughly just to see other people happy. And if, you know, whatever it is that makes them happy, I'm probably going to be okay with it, you know. There's the obvious stuff that, you know, you think it makes you happy, but in the in the long run you're just digging a hole for yourself you know you're you you think you have it's just temporary i mean and that could be okay for some people i guess a whole lifetime but i think you know true happiness is something that you don't have to do anything to to gain. I think when you find true happiness, it's because you've flipped your perspective from wanting to gain things and do things to create happiness in your life. And instead, you're letting it come to you. Now, I don't mean you're not going to do anything, but there's a balance between forcing things and sitting around and waiting for things. And it's that balance between those that I think you'll find the most happiness in life. If you're one of those people that always has to be in control, always the one doing the things, I, I try the opposite for a while. Not all the time, but balance yourself out a bit. You know, start 50-50 and see how that feels. You know, new things are usually uncomfortable at first. It takes time to transition 
takes time to acc- acclimate. So stick it out for a while when you're trying things. Don't just give up after two days or whatever it may be. Some things take months. Some things take years. But it's important to be who you who you're going to be but know that there's always room for improvement you know if you think at age 25 or 30 or 45 whatever it may be if you think you've found who you are and that's who you're going to be for the rest of your life well that's too bad i'm sure the universe is going to shake you up then eventually that's why it's interesting to take on a lifestyle of challenging yourself you want to you want to create challenges for you but that you know that's within reason of how much is the universe already challenging you you already got enough on your plate well then that's okay deal with what you got you know is there is there duty in life do you have a duty to your family and i mean the family that you were born into and your friends do you have a duty to people you call your friends i've heard two perspectives on the idea of family and what loving someone else means i'd say a majority of people that profess to love someone else don't realize that i'm sure they i'm not saying that they don't love you know each other but there's a relationship of restricting one another in order to express your love for each other it's like you know if you love me you won't do that and then there's the love of letting go if you love me then you will let me go you will let me be free to do as i will if you if you build a relationship on that foundation instead of each party restraining the other 
you rely on self-discipline for each party and allow each each person to be as free as they will you know you kind of if you really love something then you'll let it be free let it go and it'll come back it's hard to do though I'm sure part of it is that our interpersonal relationships are often tied to our our identity that's why people want to belong to tribes and groups and collectives and I'm all for that but there's a big difference between a herd of sheep and uh, I'm not going to use an animal analogy there's a difference between a group of followers and a group of leaders one the people aren't there by choice the other they are and you know everyone's in a different place in their life I think a good analogy for what you're supposed to do or what type of potential you're supposed to reach in your life is that you start as the fool as a baby and it takes as long as it needs to for you to finally find your freedom your confidence your self-actualization so that you are no longer tied to what the group is doing now you can be you can certainly I that's one of the most beautiful things of life is being with others but are you there by choice or are you there because you need to be there that's the fundamental difference it can be hard to go your separate ways when you know a relationship isn't working for you I'm sure I used to generally speaking like a chameleon I would change myself to make the people around me 
more comfortable, or so I thought. But fundamentally, that's kind of... You're not really giving other people credit. That's kind of a sign of you don't think they're... You don't think they can handle it. It's kind of egotistical to think that you matter that much. And, you know, I wasn't ever thinking like that. It's, it was just a matter of if, every, if there's already a person in the group that is that go-getter, that person that takes the initiative to, to make things happen, make decisions, then I, I don't see a reason to step up and, you know, also do that. You know, I, it's, it's kind of like working with a team and there's always those people that kind of just do what they're going to do and they don't really take concern for how the others feel in the team. They're usually the ones that have the initiative and the, you know, first ones to jump up and do something. And you need those people. But the other type of person is kind of the inverse. And it's not that, you know, they're, they don't have initiative, but they sense they're there to keep balance. They're there to fill the holes based on what's needed. And uh, that can be tiresome. So it's time to start taking the initiative. It's time to make things happen. I think I always try to keep things in balance, but I mean that there's no problem with having an exhilarating you know, time in your life, especially when you figure, I'll just relax and sleep a lot when I'm old. So for now, while I'm young and energized, you know, might as well get after it. Might as well do something invigorating. Push yourself out of your comfort zone and I tell you, it's always good to have friends and family that no matter what happens, you can just still be, be there. You know, if, you, if you're shooting for a mountaintop and you, and you fail, 
it's good to know that you can come back and just kind of go back to the way things were. It's never really works that way, but in some, some ways it does, though. But sometimes to really be who you want to be, you basically have to say internally to yourself, you know, basically say to everybody, fuck you. You have to kind of get angry. You have to uh, use, use that anger to push yourself into those scary places. Ego can be a powerful tool. The scary part is once you give it a little leeway, well, you could be asking for trouble. I think in order to be an artist, you have to juggle the balance of discipline, restraint with freedom and expression. That can be a very difficult thing. And the further you go out, the deeper you go, that's where you can really get hurt. That's why the only thing that really can keep you centered through the chaos of self-expression and vulnerability is knowing your center. Know thyself. But again, at least for me right now, I think I'm in touch enough with that to anchor myself. It took a good consciously 10 years to finally find this place but it's going to take every day every day to day of discipline to Remind me who I am. And this is basically having compassion for yourself. It's letting your ego, let your ego get out and play. That's, that's what being an artist is. 
letting it free, you know, and you're gonna, you're gonna fuck up. You're gonna make mistakes. You're gonna, you're gonna do a lot of things. And what you have to do is come back every time you fall, you get back up, you tell yourself, it's all right. Go, go back and play again and do it again and again and I'm sure if you do this enough it becomes you know instinctual you don't have to think about it you just know to get back up and keep trying so There's only one thing to do in your life, and that is become who you were born to be. What else would you be here for? I'm pretty sure that you're not born just to think what could be while living a mediocre life you need to envision the highest life that you can create and and go create it I I usually have a hard time with people that talk this way about kind of just take life's up, up for grabs and just take it cuz I'm I'm a hardcore destiny guy you know I don't really believe in free will not one bit um I think that we, it could happen, but it certainly isn't happening yet. I, it cracks me up when people really believe that they're freely willing their life. And that, you know, it fucking cracks me up. Because I, I just, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, you're doing it for sure, yep. You know, one day everyone's going to understand what's really going on. You know, the day is coming when the truth will be revealed and the fundamental shift will occur, which if there ever will be freedom, that's when freedom will be. And it's, it's 
What else do you think life's happening for? It's best story ever written. So keep your discipline. Don't be afraid. Hold true. Stay the course. Even when things seem shaky as hell, just hold on. Just hold on. sometimes I just want to sleep which is uh, exactly what I'm going to go do now so talk to y'all later